So anyways, I started sharing photos of what we would do with her and I. We, we literally would go into downtown. One day we went into downtown and started taking pictures of all the Christmas trees in downtown. Like, I kid you not. Like, we were like, let's just walk down the streets and then go into every single building that has a Christmas tree and take a photo with it. Like, we did this. So, and I don't even know why we did it, but we just did it. And so, and it was a lot of fun, actually. We got to know downtown pretty well because of it. We were always going to downtown to the coffee shops and all that stuff. This is the Cindy Jeanette podcast. We're going to be talking about photography, marketing, and coffee. coffee. So this is Josiah. Josiah is my husband. He actually has been second shooting for me um, for ever, basically, since I've been doing wedding photography. So I'm a wedding photographer in the Woodlands, Texas. We have been doing weddings for about, what, four years-ish, five, something like that. Anywho, so I'm going to go back to the beginning, and I am going to make it as short as possible Okay, so I could literally paint the picture, paint a picture of when my dad bought me my very first camera. Okay, like I literally I have that in my mind. I could literally just close my eyes and do it. You know what? I probably should. But yeah, so it was at like a diamond shamrock gas station. Yes, it was. Um, They had like these little what are those things called? Like, you know, where they put the cameras, like just hanging them up or whatever. Well, I'm not where they put the cameras, but normally they have, you know, <laughs> random stuff. That the they camera w- section in the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You kn- okay. So basically they always have like, you know, I guess like some flower seeds and like random stuff, like right by the register. So anyways, it was right by the register. There was just like a, a gosh, I want to say list, but what is it? What's that called? Like whenever. Column. No, not a column. But anyways, they're like, um, God, you just they stick them on there. You know, like at HB, where in like random randomly in those aisles, they have like random things that are just like hanging off of a, a string, not a string. But anyways, you guys get the point, right? Do you get what I'm saying? OK, good. Yeah. So it was actually the very last day of second grade and we stopped at this gas station because that's what we did. My dad and I, um, he would always drop me off at school and um Anyway, so I remember he bought like milk or something like that. And then I was like, oh, can I have that camera? And I've always wanted it, you know, but I never had the courage to ask because at the time I was like, no, like $7 is so much money. Like I can't ask my dad to like spend $7 on that, you know, like I really did think that as a child, you know. Um, And so I remember being like, okay. And and so I asked him, I'm like, could I have this camera? And my dad just kind of looked at it and and he's like, are you sure? You know, I forgot what he said, honestly, but he said something of like, why? And then, or around, he basically asked why I wanted it. And I just said, like, I really wanted to take photos of my friends. And so he bought it and I was just ecstatic. I couldn't believe it. I had a camera, you know, I owned a camera and And, you know, I knew it was a one-time use, but I really didn't know what that really meant. I was just like, okay, cool. You know, I can use it one time, but I didn't know that you you had to give it to people to take away forever. Like, What was the first thing that you took a picture of with that camera? I took a picture of two girls, both of them. Their names were Alma. I don't know. Two Almas? Two Almas. Alma means life. Okay. Did you know that? No, I, I think I, it means I life. Actually, what does it mean? <laughs> we should Google it just in case. What does Alma mean? Josiah is asking um, Siri what Alma means. Alma, el alma. I thought it was in life. In Spanish, it means the soul. The soul. There you go. Cool. So I captured two souls. 
I did. First and so <laughs> I'm no for real. And so uh, I remember this. We okay, so my dad dropped me off and everybody just um hung out like at the cafeteria. And so right before we uh went to our classes, we all had to line up and like, you know, wait for a teacher to escort us to our first period classroom or homeroom is what it was called. So um those two girls were there and I was like, Oh, like sit, sit down. And I made them sit down. We were literally standing, and I wonder if these two Almas even remember me. But anyway, so we were standing and I asked them to sit down for some reason. And then I like asked them to sit, <laughs> like I was already telling them what to do. And I told them to like sit down and look at the camera and like wrap their arms around each other. Like one of them put their arm around the other one. And so they did. And I remember like looking through the little camera and like taking that photo. Anyway, so that was my first photo. Um, and then after that, I just went to my homeroom and I had a teacher, Mrs. Rudolph. And there was another teacher. I don't remember her name, but Mrs. Rudolph was my teacher. And she was the one that I was like telling her to like, you know, stand with the other teacher that joined us and also, you know, directing them and be like, okay, now look at me and like smile and stuff. And it was just so much fun. Um, and then I think I even asked her to take a picture of me because we were washing our desks. They made us like clean our desks literally with like, I think like shaving shaving cream i don't know now i'm just like what was going on <laughs> clean your desk with shaving cream i mean it was the last day of school and i guess we were help i now i know that we were actually helping the teachers out to like you know but that's what they were making us do anyways so she had shaving cream and we got to put like shaving cream all over the desk and then um when we did that I wanted a picture of me cleaning my desk, I guess. And so I asked Mrs. Rudolph to take a picture of me. And I um, I turned around, I look at her and I kind of put my hands up like this to show that I had, you know, been cleaning it with my hands, you know, anyway. So I, yeah, so I remember these pictures. I remember everything about them, which is crazy. Okay, so I was so happy, right? And I was just like, oh, this is the best day ever. Like, I can't believe it. And so my mom picked me up from school, like the day ended. And I took other photos throughout the day. I used all 27 of my photos um, up because, you know, it was 27 exposures. Anyway, so um, so that day my mom picked me up. And when she picks me up, I she also took a picture. I made her take a picture of us. Sorry, I know this is probably the long version of it. I'm so sorry, you guys. But it's just, I have to. Um, if anything, just for me. And so... Um, so yeah, so I made my mom take a photo of my entire classroom and Mrs. Rudolph. So I like remember telling my mom where to stand and I put everybody positioned together and like I made some people like get lower than others and because you know, tall people, short people, whatever. So I was doing all of that. You know, I, how, old, how old are we when we we're in, in second grade? Probably like eight, you know, something like that. So anyways, so I was directing them, telling them what to do and telling my mom exactly where to stand and all that. So and then I jumped into the photo and then she took it. And after that, um, I, you know, I asked her, I begged her, actually, I begged her to take me to Walgreens because Walgreens did the one time or the one hour uh, development, you know, film development. So that, I mean, they don't do that anymore, sadly. They, but They have to send it off now, right? Yeah, it's sad. We won't talk about that yet. <laughs> so we go, we dropped it off. Thankfully, I mean, my mom was just like, fine. And then so she took me, she, we dropped it off. And then later that day, like I was like, okay, it's done, mom. We need to go get it. We need to go get it. So I was so happy and so ready to just see all the photos that I took, right? So anyways, I get to Walgreens. We pick up the photos. We pay for them, whatever. I open up the little envelope and the photos are awful. Like not just like awful they're just terrible like you can't even see what's going on in the photo like the photo was pretty much black you know and so I was like oh my god and you couldn't you can yeah it was sad I literally cried I felt like I was a terrible photographer I felt like 
yeah, I never, I remember thinking I am never going to take photos ever again. Like I, I literally did. I was like, okay, totally screwed that up. It didn't have like an automatic setting on the camera, like an auto yeah, so, setting. So it does like have that. an auto setting. Um, and it also like auto flashes or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, but yeah, <laughs> obviously now I know that what actually happened was that the person who developed the film actually didn't develop it correctly. So they basically could have ruined my entire life. <laughs> But I had family members who were like, hey, Cindy, can you take photos for the party? You know, and not like, you know, we're going to pay you or anything like that. It was like, hey, there's like more one time use Kodak cameras. And they're like, yeah, like take pictures. And I was like, no, like I can't because I'm going to mess them up, you know. And then at some point, somebody I think maybe it was my mom who was just like, just take the photos, Cindy, you know. And then those other photos for other people started coming out normal and all right, you know. So then after that, I went into this whole like um season where I just wanted to always have like the 27 exposure cameras. So my parents would just constantly buy me these little cameras, you know, and we were just going through them. And I remember we even went to like Georgia when I was like 13, when I was 14, actually. So when I was 14, we went to Georgia and I remember buying like three of those cameras. Um, anyways, so yeah, no, I loved photography from the very beginning from a very, very early age. And that's without even talking about the fact that I directed my first photo shoot when I was five we won't talk about that. <laughs> but not just photography, but like portrait photography and taking pictures of people. Well, yeah. Like I'm not going to take a photo of a building by itself. Like I shouldn't me. say that. <laughs> or a tree or a sign or a skyline or something. Well, I do like skylines. So actually, I do appreciate architecture photography, but I always, for some reason, feel like there's something missing, even when I'm taking photos of buildings and such. So I do like it and I appreciate it. That's just not what I'm drawn to. Um, so anyways, um, that's whenever I had my first camera and all of that. Then fast forward to like middle school. When I was in middle school, I had a best friend who, Samantha, who also liked photography. And um, she had a camera that she would let me borrow all the time. And so we would just kind of use her camera. And at the time, um, I had, I think, like a little point and shoot or whatever. And I don't remember who bought it for me. I mean, I think it was either my parents or my boyfriend. Like I had a boyfriend at the time. I don't have a boyfriend anymore. <laughs> so you, sad. You can be my boyfriend. <laughs> um, so yeah, actually, actually, I think he was the one who bought me my first like, like camera, you know, like I had the little point and shoots, but the rebel that I bought or that he bought the rebel Canon rebel, the T3i, he bought it now that I think about it anyways. So thank you. If you're listening to that <laughs> <laughs> randomly. Um, so let's see, where was I? Anyways, I always had a camera it. with me. Um, I would just figure it out. I would literally either find one, a one-time use one, or find somebody who had a camera, you know, and just ask them if I could borrow it. That was me. Um, and then in high school, I joined the photojournalism classes, you know, and then whenever I did that, I was like, oh, they're going to teach me how to use a camera and like all this other cool stuff. But they didn't. Actually, I started and I actually I don't even know if I could say his name, but my teacher at the time didn't really do anything like it was just kind of one of those blow off classes. Um, Literally, that's what everybody would do. They would just like hang out and then whatever. And the teacher just didn't care. So he ended up um, one day, you know, setting up a forum where it's like you could actually, you know, um, 
we could check out these cameras. And that's when I learned that, you know, you could set the ISO or you can set the aperture and you can do all these different little things with the camera because the camera that he had had the like had the dials to be able to switch those settings. So that was the very first time that I was introduced to a manual camera. He would legitimately say, check out this camera. Um, just You have to just, you know, fill out the form and say that you're borrowing it and you could take it home. And then I think he gave us like random prompts, you know, of like take a picture of the sunset tonight, you know, and then make a story with that. Like I kid you not, because it was photojournalism where it's like, look at this shadow. The shadow means like that life is existing. And, you know, like <laughs> I'm serious. That's what we had Did to write about. Did you add deep philosophical meanings to all of uh, your Probably ran- not. I don't remember. I wish I had that, but I did not. Sorry, I cut you off. No. <laughs> so um, anyway, so that's what that's what I learned in photojournalism. It was just like, hey, take a camera and go take photos. And then you just submitted them and that was it. So I was kind of pr- bummed about it, actually, because I was like, well, I'm not really learning much here. But it was a fun class because, again, like I said, it was a blow off class. And who doesn't like that in high school? Right. So the teacher in high school, my second high school, she was awesome. She was super like just I don't know, like she was passionate about it you know so then therefore I was actually becoming very passionate about it and at the time I thought that I was going to go into broadcasting and I thought like for a second I was like oh okay I could totally do this for a living you know maybe work for a news channel or something like that like I kind of entertained that thought for a little bit um, because she had her degree in broadcasting you know and so I was like oh that's a thing like people can get a degree in broadcasting I didn't know that was a thing Um, so that's you know I would go home and tell my parents like hey like I totally want to do this and they're like um no but yeah. <laughs> and so um, that's whenever she started telling me like, oh, you can do this. You can be a photographer. Like you can do this for a living. And she didn't say specifically wedding photography. She was just saying you can be a photographer, you know? And so I started hearing like, oh wait, I can do that as a job. Like that's a career choice. Like really? Like I've always loved to take photos, you know? And so you're telling me I can make money from it? Like really? You know, nobody's been paying me. <laughs> And I was already taking photos of a lot of people, but yeah. And so, um, she, I can really trace it back to her and the fact that she encouraged it, you know, and she was like, yeah, go for it. I mean, one of the things that she did was that she created this whole field trip. I don't, and okay, I'm not going to say her name because I feel like she totally get fired now, but she created this like fake paperwork that we were going on a field trip. Um, me and like two other students, um, just so I can go to orientation to a, a college, over the weekend because I really wanted to go to the specific college. They still had like film rooms or like the dark rooms, you know? Um, and so they were still working with film cameras and most, uh, colleges were already kind of going towards the digital stuff. And I really wanted to learn film, you know, this was like what? 2000. It's a 2000, like 10 ish. Yeah. Um, so, and wow, that sounds like forever ago. It really wasn't forever ago. Um, a lot has happened, but yeah. And so, (sighs) I love her. She's awesome. Um, she basically, oh my God. Okay. I have to share this. I don't even know if it matters. You can cut all this out, but she literally like would push the principal to get certain cameras for us to use. Like she was like, you guys need to use these cameras. Like we had like pretty basic cameras, but she was like, no, you need better cameras. We need better gear. We need better this. And the broadcasting department needs more. You know what I mean? Like and video cameras or like no, photo cameras or like everything. And like Canon, like uh, cameras, you know, well, and specifically some that, 
allowed you to actually like use different lenses and like um, just better quality, really, I think. So like not point and shoot. She wanted yes, like. Yes, we had like point and shoots and she wanted frame, us to have us. Not everything. necessarily even full frame. I don't think she just wanted us to have something better than just like a little point and shoot, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, at the time I was like yearbook editor at my school. And so uh, I was like yearbook editor, class historian. I was just everything that I had to do with photos. I was like a part of it, you know. And so uh, I was the one that just was allowed to go around with the camera and take photos of everybody. And I could actually get out of class and I would be like, oh, I really have to go take a photo of, you know, culinary right now. And my teachers would be like, "Okay," And like for real. And so and Devin, my best friend, he's like, yeah, you could always get out of class. So annoying. Um, Did you ever use it for anything else other than photos? No. Why? What? I would never. (laughs) I feel like most kids would be like, oh, this is a free pass to get out of boring classes or whatever. No, I loved school. I'm like such a nerd. I love that anomaly of wanting to always be at school and heck yeah like i could i wanted to be at school like early for student council sometimes for national honor society like everything i wanted to be at school like the stereotypical like teacher's pet type person oh my god don't call me a teacher's pet i was not a teacher's pet maybe i was actually now i think about it but you know what whatever that's not what this podcast is about it's not not (laughs) a bad thing i mean those are the ones that are like you know changing the world moving on moving on (laughs) um so yeah so she um got this camera and i remember she went we went to a a, like a conference type thing over the summer where um we kind of were able to learn from other like designers and editors and people like that and there was a photographer that was teaching a class so this was the guy that legitimately said stop shooting in auto and shoot in manual and manual is a little m (laughs) option on the little dial you know because the dials have like the little running guy and then they have like the green one that's like the a on it it has like a p and all that stuff so anyways i never really like got away from the a because i was just like why these photos look good already so why mess with that right one thing that he always said was if you would like to zoom in use your feet he said that okay and so That to me was like, oh my God, mind blowing. Yeah, for sure. Because he started explaining how optical zoom works. And at the time, you know, do you know what optic okay so and basically so how it would downgrade the the quality of the photo and why and like how the iso would get higher etc cetera, etc cetera. so because the iso would get higher you'd have like a grainier photo and so he would say don't even zoom in he's like don't zoom in and use your feet so he like kept saying it you know so now i live by that basically and you know this and that's that's the reason you pretty much only shoot on a prime lens yes literally um so I went out and I started taking photos um, and it was in Kima actually. So maybe that's why I love Kima, but it was in Kima. And so I got to just like explore by myself and like take photos of random things like seagulls and who knows what. But anyways, I was having the time of my life. And that was the summer that I went to this um, conference because of this teacher, you know. And so anyway, so that was that. And I started, you know, getting even more into photography. I was kind of exploring the idea and actually coming home and telling my parents, oh, really, guys, this is what I'm going to do. I'm really going to do this. Like, I'm really going to become a photographer. Like, you guys are going to see my work in magazines. Like, it's going to be a thing. Just wait for it. And so um, senior year came around and still taking photos, still doing my thing. And um, actually, I don't know, I have to talk about that. But my yearbook was full of like cameras in it, like I don't know. No, I shouldn't. Do you have PTSD whenever you think about your yearbook? I do have PTSD when I think about my yearbook. My mom threw away my yearbook, but you know, we love her. She didn't know what she was doing. She just thought it was like a random book, you know, that has 
all the photos that your daughter took in freaking senior year. Okay, that's fine. Should I not say that? I feel like I'm making my mom sound terrible. She's not a terrible person. She's awesome. But yeah, so that yearbook is gone forever in a landfill. I actually do have moments where I think about it and I'm like, I wonder if I could retrieve it. Like maybe it's at some landfill and if there's a way for me to find it. Like I literally this thought this through. This is probably like the plot of a Hallmark movie where the trash guy like sees it and like stashes it away thinking that some little girl is going to miss it and then get it. So maybe... You're maybe, making maybe a decade from now, like it'll show up, or maybe we. You're you literally could just write making fun of me. You're making fun of me, but I really do have moments where I think about like how I could hopefully find that yearbook. Like I still, when I go over to my parents' house, I still want to go through everything that they own to see if maybe for some reason it's just like tucked away in between the walls or something. You know, like could be in the attic. Did you ever check? Maybe in the attic? I've never checked in the attic. Oh my it's god, you're brilliant. In the attic. Okay, I really hope it People is. People always stash she photo albums and books. and. I hope she... You know what? I'm going to do that because it just... I, it bothers me that like all those pictures are gone. Like I took a lot of photos. I would take photos of like I all the basketball games. I think your mom games. would have knowingly thrown it away. I know she didn't do it on purpose. I know that she didn't do it on purpose. She did it definitely because she thought that it was just like a random textbook that I wasn't going to use anymore. That was just, you know, trash. Like and after you graduated and moved out, she just did Yeah, spring she cleaning. was just like, bye. All of this is trash. And she does this. This is a thing. She just like does spring cleaning. And I get it. You know, I feel like I'm starting to do it too. I'm like, oh, what is this? It's a camera. Okay, trash. <laughs> So that's where all my missing things went. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, so, yeah, that was what I would do. I would take photos of, you know, basketball games. And then I would take photos of football games. I would take photos of the soccer games. I would literally sign up to take photos of everything if I could. And I did. And so um, that was just what I did. So anyways, fast forward. Um, I move out and I get a job and I'm working at Panera. And so when I'm working at Panera, I had a manager who... I can't believe it still, but she, she's also a great person. She saw that I would post pictures on my Facebook and on my Instagram and it wasn't anything crazy. Like my Instagram photos were iPhone photos because back then you still really couldn't use camera photos on the Instagram app. You know what I mean? Really? So like you just took the photo like through the app, right? You yeah. You like it, your own like the original Instagram, which a lot of people I don't even know if you know, but guys, you used to not be able to take photos from a camera and post it onto Instagram. Okay. Like that became a thing at some point back in the world, like back in the old days, back in my day, <laughs> I used to upload photo. No. Now nobody uses Instagram. They're just all on TikTok, right? Oh, that's right. Dang. Okay. Well, I still use Instagram. Well, I guess I'm an old They're lady. all going to go back because they have the Instagram reels and stuff, but. Okay. So then, um, so I'm at Panera, my manager would see my photos that I would post on Facebook. Um, my roommate, Oh my God, another incredible pe person. I just have so many incredible people in my life. Basically, I'm a photographer because my friends told me to become a photographer. Okay, that's it. <laughs> so this girl, specifically my roommate, she literally sat me down one day and she's like, your photos are so good. She's like, look at these photos. These aren't even that great. And she's like, and yours are so much better and you should totally do this for a living, you know? And, but at this time I was like, eh, I don't know. I don't know about that. You know, I don't really know if I could do that. And so she, um, she, oh my God, I love her. She literally for Christmas, she bought me my very first hard drive. Okay. And she literally packaged it in the cutest little white box. It was like a white wooden box. And I didn't even know what it was. You know, it was just, I remember opening it and being like, what is this? Cause it was like, it's a gray hard drive, you know? Cause I, I was taking all these photos and then I would just have like a really slow computer. 
And so she bought me a hard drive and she's like, I'm buying you this so you can start your wedding or not. She didn't say wedding photography. She said like your photography business, you know, she's like, you should do this and you need to do this. Right. So she was super encouraging and trying to tell me to do that. But for whatever reason, I was just like, eh, maybe not, maybe not. You know, and I still like I had so many people telling me to do it. And even I was like, OK, I should do it. But then I wouldn't, you know, and then I would just be like, no, I'm fine at Panera Bread. I like taking orders. <laughs> I really did, though. Um, and so because if people don't don't know, you're definitely a people person. Oh, yeah. Like people. And so. Yeah. So that was OK. So I got my hard drive and I had a computer and I had a camera, you know, that Rebel T3i. So anyways, I started sharing photos of what we would do with her and I. We we literally would go into downtown. One day we went into downtown and started taking pictures of all the Christmas trees in downtown. Like, I kid you not. Like, we were like, let's just walk down the streets and then go into every single building that has a Christmas tree and take a photo with it. Like, we did this. So, and... I don't even know why we did it, but we just did it. And so, and it was a lot of fun. Actually, we got to know downtown pretty well because of it. We were always going to downtown and the coffee shops and all that stuff and some other things. But so I was sharing all those photos on my Facebook, my personal Facebook, and just saying like, uh, you know, downtown Houston, you know, that was it. You know, like today we went to this new coffee shop. That was all I would do. So my GM at the time saw, not GM, she was my manager. So my manager, she saw that I would take photos and that I was posting them. And she's like, oh, I like your photos. And I'm like, oh, thank you. You know, cool. And so that was it. Right. So then she got engaged and she got engaged. I was like, oh, cool. You're engaged. And she's like, yeah, actually, would you like to do my weddings and my wedding photography? And I was like, no. And and I I legitimately was like, no. (laughs) Was this the first time that somebody had asked you to shoot their wedding? Yeah. So for sure, that was the very first time that anybody had ever asked me to do their wedding. Um, And I was genuinely surprised because I didn't have any wedding work, you know, and I'm like, well, why would you get the idea that I could do a wedding? Like, where do you see my work at? You know, and so um, I was just taking pictures of buildings and my friends, you know, and so she's like, well, I like your photos. And she's like, you take really pretty photos. So could you do my wedding? And so I told her no a couple of times. And then I went to talk to my other friend, who's my best friend. And so I and I talked to him and I was like, hey, like this lady asked me to do her wedding. And he's like, oh, you should do it. And I'm like, no, like, why would I do that? You know? And so I'm 18 at the time, actually. And so, um, and he was like, yeah, you could totally do it. And he started like Googling, like, you know, what people charge for weddings and like what you needed to do a wedding and all that kind of stuff. And so I was kind of overwhelmed because I literally had a Rebel T3i. Like, that's all I had. And I had a kit lens with it. Like, that's it. Okay. So I'm like, wait, what? And he's talking about like flashes and tripods and things and other things. I'm just like, wait, what? Like, I'm not a really, I'm not really a gearhead. Like reflectors Um, and diffusers. Oh, he didn't at least. Oh my God. If he talked about all that stuff, (laughs) definitely wouldn't have done it. (laughs) He would have ran ran from it. So basically he was like, yeah, I will help you with it. He's like, I'll help you with it, but you should do it. So because he was so like excited about it and I'm like, you know what? Fine. I'll do it. So then I went back the next day and, you know, told her like, hey, yeah, I'll go ahead and do the wedding, you know. And then so she asked me, well, how much are you going to charge? And I said $2,000. And she's like, oh, OK. And she just asked, like, can I give you two payments of it? And I'm like, heck, yeah. Like, yeah, dude, for sure. <laughs> That's fine. You know, because at, seven, at 18, I'm like, oh, $2,000. Dang. <laughs> and so um, she agreed. She paid me. I think she even paid me like before the wedding. And there was honestly, guys, so there was no real contract or anything. So uh, on me, you know, um, but, you know, my best friend helped me out and he's like yeah this is so much fun and we were all excited i think we almost died on our way there actually because 
anyways my jeep is insane our jeep at the time was always breaking down which was fun um oh i miss philip so um we find we go to her wedding you know and when we get there I didn't have a timeline. I didn't have a, you know, a formal shot list. I didn't have any of the things that now I know I should have. Now I'm like, yes, for sure. I have a shot list at least, or like the formals, you know, family formals and have all those types of things. But anyways, at the time it was my first wedding. So I didn't know what I was doing. And all I knew is that my best friend was with me and he brought a tripod. You know? <laughs> <And so laughs> he did. And I thought the tripod was actually really, did, did he bring a camera too? So it's like both of y'all shooting or was it just you shooting? No, I think it was just me shooting shooting yeah wow i don't now I, I can't remember no he didn't he was just helping me i think dang it now i need to find out no i think it was just me and so actually i did her wedding and i did her bridals and her bridals i did them like a week before her wedding because something happened with her dress of course that always happens it still happens now you know people always yeah okay Something happened with her dress. And so we had to do her bridals like right before her wedding or something like that. And so her bridals, I actually did them throughout the woodlands. Like there was like a park somewhere that she liked. And she's like, oh, there's this park by my house. Like, can we do them there? And I'm like, sure, let's do them there. (laughs) And it's like a park and then like a fountain. And it's just like, oh, my God, those pictures are fun. If you guys want to see like a little preview of those photos, they're actually on my website. They're like under the journals tab. But um, yeah, she was a trooper, man. And I loved it. It was fun. I was like, oh, I didn't know how much fun this would be. Right. So I did her bridals and then right after that, we did her wedding and this was the best thing that happened at this wedding, okay? We show up and we show up around five, right? And when we show up, we didn't realize that the wedding was going to happen around like 6.30 and the sun sets at like six. It was like, it was like in the fall then? Yes. So no daylight savings. So basically the best part was that we did not have external flashes. Okay. We were shooting with the rebel T3I and the wedding was literally like at night. That was the best because we're like, oh my God, what are we doing? And I remember freaking out. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to ruin her photos. These are all like, I, oh, it was so bad. I was like internally freaking out, but outside I was like, oh yeah, I got this. This is so awesome. These photos are coming out great. (laughs) (laughs) I really was. And I was like telling her like, oh yeah, and kiss him and do this and do that. And like, and it was like a little gazebo and stuff. And I think the chairs were like, yeah, anyways. It was insane. Okay. So I was just taking photos and my best friend was freaking out too. And and he was trying to keep it together though. Cause he was just like, you know what? I really hope these work out and me too. Like I really hope that they worked out. And so, so anyway, so we go home and this is actually that same night we go home. We almost died like in the Jeep. That's another story. But, um, (laughs) the, uh, the funny thing, what another funny thing random is that so obviously she's my manager at Panera. So her friends are the other Panera GMs and like Panera managers. So there is Cindy, little cashier Cindy, taking the wedding photos of like the manager's wedding. And it was just so funny. I kind of walked over to them like, oh, hey, guys. And they're like, oh, Cindy, you're a wedding photographer. And I'm like, well, no, not really. And so I was like, she just asked me to do her wedding. So why not? You know, so the next day, um, my best friend starts showing me what Lightroom is. 
Like the, he literally is the reason why I know how to work Lightroom. Okay. And he started telling me like, oh, okay, you could totally buy these presets and these presets like will make your editing process super easy and all of that. And I'm like, but they ruined the photo. I'm like, why would I buy that? And he's just like, um, no, like this is what everybody's doing. He's like, this is like what the photographers do. Like wedding photographers sell their presets and then, then people just buy them and then they can just, you know, apply them to their photos. And I'm like, well, no, I don't like that because it's, you know, it's making my pictures look different and I don't like that. And so he was like, well, but well, then what are you going to do? And he literally just like left the computer because he's just like, well, he's like, I don't know. You know, and he, <laughs> he had already downloaded some presets for me to like try out on her photos. And I think he actually even edited some of them because he was like oh like these would look cool and so I was like no that looks awful <laughs> and so anyways I, I was like no I want them to look timeless I want them to look clean I want I don't want the colors to change you know and that's what a preset did at the time and so remember you guys like this is like 2010 right and so no sorry it's at this point it's like 2012 it's 2012 and so 2012 presets are not the same presets of 2020 just FYI and so, um, gosh, if you guys would see the things that we used to do in photography. <laughs> and so anyways. Is it like those old Instagram filters? Yes. It was bad, man. It was so bad. And so, um, vintage, but he meant well. The vintage well. look. He meant well. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He actually taught me how to do a vignette. You know what oh, I'm talking yeah. about? Did he make, make it like slightly orange too? Like the I don't know if he made it orange, but I do remember that he showed me how to make like the darker edges and he was like, you can even make him like brighter too. And I was like, oh, this is awful. Like I was like, no, this looks bad. And so anyways, it was just us like kind of bickering back and forth of like what my style, I guess, was going to be, which I didn't know at the time. I was just editing her photos, you know? And so, um, so anyways, I took over the editing and then he just kind of showed me like, okay, this is what you do on Lightroom, right? I didn't even have like room on my computer you know um he was the one who had lightroom so to edit her photos i legitimately would call him and be like hey are you home and he's like yeah and so then i'm like okay well i'm gonna come over and edit that lady's photos you know he's like okay and so he was just i would go over to his house and edit her photos so anyways, I edited them and I finished them. I delivered them. And so, and that was that. And I was like, cool, that was a fun thing for me to do. You know, that check that off my bucket list. And so I wasn't like, you know, marketing myself as a wedding photographer. I wasn't even marketing myself at all. I was just working at Panera still, you know? And so um, the lady actually, I think like not even a week later, she posted like all of her photos, literally all of them. Not She didn't miss one. She posted all of them onto Facebook. She just put like wedding photos and then just put like and then she tagged me you know as like the photographer and then um she posted them all and I was kind of like oh my gosh she posted everything and because I was like okay these photos are good but they're not like the best you know but um actually now that I look at them I'm like man they actually aren't that bad you know like I thought at the time I was like man this was crazy but they're not that bad and so um she shared them and because of that like one of her co-workers ended up like telling her co-worker about me as a wedding like that I was a wedding photographer and then that lady basically hired me for her wedding and that's just kind of how it started and so um it wasn't because I literally set out to become a wedding photographer it was definitely not like oh I woke up and one day I'm like I'm going to be a wedding photographer like it wasn't like that it was very much like Cindy you're really good at taking photos you should do my wedding and then hey you're really good at wedding photos. You should probably need more, you know? And it's like, oh, and by the way, can you do family portraits as well? And so that's kind of how it started. And it, I mean, 
I, it took me a long time to finally like brand myself wedding photographer, you know, and it, it took me a long time to even say it and accept it over me. Like I was just like, no, I'm just a cashier at Panera. You know, I'm just I like, yeah, I take photos and I do them for fun. Like it's a hobby, but I'm not a wedding photographer, you know, so I wasn't saying that at all. And then people kept telling me, Cindy, do it, do it, do it. You know, and then I met you and you're like, you need to be doing this. You know, he's like, you're Josiah basically told me like, you should be doing wedding photography, you know, him and my mom at this point was just like, yeah, you could do that. You take really pretty photos. And so, um, you actually created my website for me and you were like, you should do this. You should go into wedding photography. And so, and that's actually whenever I was like, you know what, fine, I'm going to do it. You know, and I started talking to people and saying like, yes, I'm a wedding photographer. I still was the one that had to make the decision to actually do it, you know, and I think that that's a main struggle for a lot of people, like making the decision to start and actually do it, you know, so um, putting on my Instagram wedding photographer, making a Facebook page that said wedding photographer, telling people, yes, I am a wedding photographer. That was the hardest part. You know, and as soon as I started saying that and as soon as I started like giving myself permission to say it, then that's whenever things started happening. Things started changing. I started actually operating out of these gifts that I already had, you know, and so and then I realized like, wow, I'm actually pretty good at this and I actually can do this. And oh, my God, this is fun, you know. And so I did that. And um, like I said, it was it was actually really terrifying because I literally have only felt this way twice. You know, I have only felt this way twice where I get to the point where I'm physically shaking and I'm physically like mentally battling and thinking, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And at the same time, you're like, no, go for it. Do it. I literally have that battle in my mind. And it's like, but, but what are people going to think? And what are people going to say? And what if they don't like my work? And what, what if, what if, what if, what if, you know? And I literally just, it's a mental battle that goes on. And so, um, it's just constantly telling myself, no, you can do it. Yes. You're a wedding photographer. Yes. You're going to get business. You know, like that's another thing. It's like, oh my goodness, okay, I'm going to put myself out there, but what if nobody hires me? You know, that was another thing that I'm like, what if nobody hires me? And I'm like, well, you already did get hired twice and you're not even actually doing this, you know? So um, anyways, I guess that was the main thing. It's like, I had to give myself permission to do it. Nobody else, I did. So what would you tell somebody who's thinking about getting into the wedding photography business? Do it. If you really want to do this and if you own a camera and if you love people working with people and just, you know, thinking about being at a wedding day gets you excited and giddy and everything else, like do it, you know, and like we live in Houston, you guys, I don't know where you're listening from. Um, You may live in a place where there isn't that many people, but I live in Houston. We live in Houston and Houston is huge. Okay, so I'm pretty sure some people out there are getting are still getting married and still having their cousin shoot their wedding. You know what I mean? And so you could totally swoop in there (laughs) and be like, hey, I'll do your wedding. Um, Of course, there's a lot of other things um, that I would say. And that's what we're going to go into in this podcast. So ultimately, I would tell you to listen to my podcast. Well, that's all we have for today. Let me know what you guys think. I am over at on Instagram, Cindy Jeanette underscore, and feel free to DM.